Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. I will say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for today, for a new day. We thank you for this opportunity to be in your presence, to commune with you, to be one with you in spirit, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of Jesus. That through him, we have our redemption. Through him, we have freedom. Through him, we have that opportunity to be restored in our relationship with you, Lord. And that is what we reflect on today, what it means to be in Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for your mercy that you renew for us today. We thank you for the grace that you make available to us today. And it is all because of his finished works. We thank you, Jesus, for the peace and joy that you pour into our hearts every time we are with you in our secret place. It is out of that joy that we are able to speak into our day. We are able to command our mornings. We are able to declare your word, your promises over our situations in faith. We thank you, Lord. And we share the same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it also, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer and those that have no one to pray for them. And as we remember all of these, Lord, we call on your name, the name of our Maker, the name of our Father, the Ancient of Days, the God who is our strong tower, our fortress. The one who is the preserver of men. And he blots out all our transgressions and remembers our sins no more. When we come through Christ. And we pray in the name of his son Jesus. The one through whom we have received our atonement. The Lamb of God. The author and the finisher of our destiny. And our faith. The foundation our rock on which we build our church. The Lord who heals. He is the way, the truth and the life. And in him are hidden all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And he feeds that to us. Because he is our daily bread. Given to us straight down from heaven. Fed every single day through the word. That we might be kept alive in the spirit. That we might walk in freedom, in abundance, in dominion. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, who came to make that word real to us, given to us to be with us, so that the greatest force in the universe has made his tabernacle and resides within us. It is he who raised Jesus from the dead. That same resurrection power now dwells within us. It is through him Jesus worked the signs and wonders in his ministry and he is now given to us so that we by being disciples of Jesus might follow him and do the same. It is he who reveals the deep and secret things, the thoughts of the Father so that we might have the mind of Christ. It is he who changes the times and seasons 
and it is He who quickens us, who lifts us out of the pit, convicts us in times where we are making mistakes. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit, that you have blessed us with every physical provision and with every spiritual gift that we need in order to be abundant and and in dominion. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the angels with destiny help us. You have blessed us above all with the gift of prayer. And you remind us of the authority that has been restored in us by your spirit through the finished works of Jesus. So that when the spirit puts it on our heart, we are able to declare over all situations. We thank you, Lord. That you give us the keys to your kingdom. That you give us your principles, your prophecies and your promises through your word. So that when we dwell on them, meditate on them, when we observe to apply them in our life, in all our circumstances at the right time, and release our faith, then we shall make our way prosperous and have good success. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. By your precious blood, Lord. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord. From Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. That says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that power of life on our tongue. And you remind us of that power every time we speak. Convicting us from speaking negative death words and destructive words. We thank you, Lord. We heard so often in Romans 8 verse 1 that there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And Ephesians 2 verse 6 says, God raised us up with Christ and has seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. There are many other parts in the Bible where you see this mentioned, in Christ. And especially there's multiple mentions in Ephesians 1 and 2. So today I'd like to touch on what does it mean to be in Christ. It is different to being with Christ. The disciples were with him, but we are in him. 
you may have heard this at mass as well if you are a catholic where it says through him with him and in him but we never really wondered what does that really mean so today i'd like us to take a closer look there ephesians 1 verse 4 says we were chosen in christ before the foundation of the world so that when god decided to send him he would be the first fruits of a new chosen generation he became the prototype and then the very next verse verse 5 talks about just that where it says that he predestined us we were made acceptable in jesus through grace through his blood and so we have obtained an inheritance in him that's verse 11 so you can see chosen predestined made acceptable given an inheritance all of that in him that's what verse 4 to 11 gives us as an understanding and then it goes on to say in him we are sealed with the holy spirit it's all through that prototype being made available to us as a bulk and when raised to new life in him which we saw earlier in ephesians 2:6 we are seated with him in his throne of authority he being the king of kings so we are given position as well in him so our redemption our salvation and the new life with that salvation that comes with it is all in him that is our identity our authority our position our abundance and our dominion are all in him all these things have been secured to him and in him so that we don't have to go through the whole process one man could die for the people and through that one man whatever is achieved is achieved for the whole church and that became the ordinance through which we gained our freedom being in him so in order to retain that freedom we need to be in him stay in him it was like it is predestined and preprogrammed because the verse four says we were chosen from the foundations of the earth in him and that's probably why paul says when you look wait sorry when you look at all of these and you think of the words paul said he said i can do all things through christ who strengthens me it is with the understanding of that achievement and the presence but it's also about relationship now let's look at the concept jesus gives in john chapter 15 the book of ephesians explains it much later on how we came to be in him but jesus gave us the concept of being in him much earlier in john chapter 15 he says i am the vine and you are the branches so he is very direct there when he's talking about being in him the branch is always part of the tree he that abides in me 
and I in him shall bear fruit. And in John 15 verse 10, he equates abiding in him to keeping his commandments. He says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. So a relationship with Jesus starts with obedience to his word. And when you obey, then you shall be fruitful. And that obedience brings us closer to him and in communion with him so that we are one in him. That is true also with the relationship uh, in regards to the relationship with the Holy Spirit. We can only come closer to him through obedience to his instruction. The more we work or operate in obedience to the to the to what the Holy Spirit tells us, the closer we come to him, the louder his voice gets. But when we keep disobeying, it's not he moving far, but we move far from him. And his voice gets softer and can then get easily obfuscated in all the other noises of the surroundings including our own thoughts. That is why it's difficult to hear the Holy Spirit. If we are facing that difficulty, the first red flag to check is, am I being obedient to what he is telling me to do? And when you realize that you have not, go back to the last instruction that he gave you, which you did not obey. Ask him to show you. And go back and do that. And then, through repentance, we can seek restoration once again and he's ever willing to lift you up and resume working with you. Because he is a gentleman, he does not force. He just steps aside and waits quietly. Now 1 Corinthians 6.17 says, He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. We are going back to the wine and the branches concept there. So he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. And Romans 5 verses 1 and 2 says, Through his faithfulness combined with our faith, we have been made righteous. We have peace with God and we have access to grace. So it was his faithfulness to God that he said, Not my will but your will be done. And he went to the cross. All we had to do was release our faith. That is Romans 10, 9 and 10. And so here what it says is, through his faithfulness, when we release the faith and declare Jesus Christ is Lord, we have been made righteous. And we have peace with God. So atonement, we're no longer seen as sinful, but we are made righteous. And so therefore, restored in our relationship with God, we have peace with him. And through the finished works of Jesus, grace has now been revealed to us. God releases his mercy because you are made righteous. He is no longer anger with you. He is no longer in anger with you. So now we understand why Jesus says, apart from me you can do nothing. Because that is the mechanism to receive this righteousness, peace and grace. Apart from that, there is no other ordinance given by which we can be saved. 
So there is no righteousness, no peace and no grace outside of that path. There is only judgment for sin. Just like Peter says, there is no name given under heaven by which we shall be saved. But when you remain as a branch of the wine, then the same sap, now in his case it is his blood, so the same blood flows through the branches as does through the root. So the branches bear the same life as the root bears, or in other words, we bear the same life that Jesus bears and the same character as well. That's what the Holy Spirit works on with us. And this concept then is closely tied to the first fruits concept as we see in Romans 11 verse 16 where it says, If the part of the dough offered as first fruits is holy, then the whole batch is holy. If the root is holy, so are the branches. So, what it really means is, if he being the root is holy, then by virtue of being in him, as a branch of him, we are made holy too. And it's not just limited to holiness. We can also claim through his righteousness, we can also claim abundance, a restoration of that abundance. Because since you are no longer sinful, you could no longer come under the curses part of Deuteronomy 28, you come under the blessings part of Deuteronomy 28. But of course, obedience to the word still is required there. To everything that he is entitled to, we also become entitled to. It is a slightly complex concept, but I hope you are getting it. To put it in simple terms, to be in Christ means that we have the same relationship with Christ and are brought into communion with Him. We have a sorry, we have a saving relationship with Christ and are brought into communion with Him, so that since we are in Christ, what is true for Him before God? The same is true for you also before God. So in God's court of law, you are held as righteous. That is why Romans 8 verse 1 says, There is now no condemnation for those who come in Christ or through Christ. Because what God sees there is the face of Jesus. The righteous face of Jesus when he sees you. His grace and his resources become our experience and our possession, they are for us to claim. What that means is we become co-heirs with Christ, we become adopted children of God, we gain the identity that Christ has, we gain the same identity, so we become co-heir, that's what it means, and a son. And we carry the authority that comes with it as well. So being in Christ is your complete restoration. But being apart from Him, there is nothing to be achieved. Only judgment. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that opening up of our understanding, Lord, to understand this concept of being in Christ. So that when we come through Him, 
when we are in him and remain in him then just like he said when we remain in him and his words remain in us then whatever we ask that will be fulfilled that prayer will be an answered prayer as well because it is as good as him praying them and he intercedes for us when we are in him and his spirit intercedes for us here on earth when we are in him because the spirit is given to us the day we become a part of him when we accept him as lord i ask for an opening of our understanding lord to walk and remain in him and in his word and as we pray for spiritual edification lord we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our friends we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease those that are hospitalized will undergo all kinds of procedures this day we pray a lot for all families that are embattled that are facing division and separation of any kind we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives especially that of prayerlessness busyness ignorance and poverty all kinds of addictions and afflictions as well let every such yoke of the enemy be broken by the blood of jesus from the lives of those that we now pray for not as we lift them up in our prayer cover them in the blood let that yoke be broken now let your light shine through their lives that by your spirit and your word your truth there is freedom we pray also for our own personal needs those of our families and our friends especially those that are not yet saved that are not in christ Father we thank you that you have heard us that you always hear us and as we release our faith and our prayer making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit we believe that we have received lord we believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of jesus i encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in those that are praying for that gift release your tongue and your faith ask the holy spirit to take over let us make our prayer now thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you father Thank you Father. Thank you Holy Spirit. Thank you Holy Spirit. O barasgada Jalara de Levara Yara. Because then, you know, the Mojela, the Kadis, 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 the K
The words that the Lord spoke to me this morning as we were praying then. I am your Lord. I am your shelter. I am your refuge in times of distress. I am your fortress. Come, my precious children, abide in me, and I will strengthen you. The scripture I've been given is from 1 John 2, verses 9 to 11. He who says he is in the light and hates his brother is in the darkness still. He who loves his brother abides in the light, and in it there is no cause for stumbling. But he who hates his brother is in the darkness and walks in the darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a few scriptures shared in the chat. The first is from Romans 6, verses 1 and 2, quoted from the NIV, which talks about being dead to sin and alive in Christ. It starts with, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? The second one is from John 15, verse 3, quoted from the NIV, where it says, You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Those are the words of Jesus. And third scripture is from Psalms 139, verse 13 to 15, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. 
my frame was not hidden from you when i was made in the secret place when i was woven together in the depths of the earth amen thank you jesus if you are being blessed by these morning encounters brother savio's powerful daily reflections a divine mercy in rosary sessions as well as the friday bible teachings please share links with friends and family share recordings as well they can join live or listen to the recordings it's the same presence of god you can also share links to the telegram group so that they can join us and post their prayer request there and let the mercy and the grace the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day, so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us, in the name of Jesus and for His glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day ahead, everyone. Thank you, Thanks. Russell. God, God bless, bless everyone. Bless everyone.